Hello and welcome to another Silicon Valley Review podcast. I'm Kevin Vela. Aaron Turway here. Aaron and I are attorneys at Vela Wood and we do this after each week's episode of Silicon Valley. What we're discussing today is season four, episode nine, Hulicon. This is the penultimate. Is that the correct use of penultimate? It is. It is. Thank it's you. the second to last. The penultimate, kind of a useless word. You ever use that word, penultimate, other than... When I'm, when I'm trying to sound very smart. This is the penultimate episode of season nine, which I also think is the 37th episode overall. It's entitled Hulicon, and the basic premise is Pied Piper's trying to get into Hulicon, hacking the Hulicon to use their... Um, to try and grab the mobile data, right? Or grab the use of the mobile phones. There's something, Aaron, that just happened that I can't stop thinking about. Aaron just pulled a comb out of his pocket to brush his hair. Did. And he pulled it out, out, of, of, his, out of my shirt pocket. Out of his shirt pocket. So a couple of things are interesting about this. One, I've been working with Aaron for three and a half years now. Never seen him do that before. It's a new comb. Okay. <laughs> That's why. Two, this is radio, not TV. So not even radio. This is podcasting. Listen, if you look good... You sound good. You sound good. So okay, and then three. I just didn't know if we had traveled back into the '60s because you were had up carrying a comb in your pocket. That was awesome. Was this something that the wife encouraged you to do? Or? No, is uh, I was staying at, at a CVS. hotel. No, oh. I was at I was at a hotel recently, and they had this comb like you know in a little you know envelope, and it said hair comb. And I thought I could use a hair comb that I can carry with me. Let me ask you this: when you go to the barber. And they have those I don't things. go to a barber. No. Okay, maybe when you go the to your salon, stylist. We the go to salon, salon, yes. Do they have that thing where they have all the combs in the blue liquid? No. I know what that is. All right. But if there's anyone out there who goes to barber shops, you call me on this issue. Call 214-821-2300 and ask to talk to Aaron. No. And he'll put you in touch with me. I want to talk that's, to people. That's what you need. More people calling. <laughs> yeah. Putting combs in the blue liquid at barber shop. All right. Back to Silicon Valley. Uh, this episode was fraught with criminal activity. I thought it was really interesting. Things that we hope our clients are never doing. And also we're watching Richard pretty much self-destruct yeah. in front of us. And then he gets saved by the security guy from, right. uh, from Huli. This whole self-destruction thing, this this you know personal vendetta that Richard seems to be on. Against who? Against just well, everyone? Uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's He's almost turning into a caricature. Like, right. it, it is not... I don't think it's plausible. I don't think it's believable. And, you know, him hacking into the, what was it, Peace Fair? Mm -hmm. Hacking into the Peace Fair guy's computer to change his computer background just seemed silly. So what's interesting to me is that I feel over the last two or three episodes, this he's been in a downward spiral. And it, each time as the episode ends, I think, okay, that's it. Like, he's lying to his guys, or he's telling VCs to screw off, or he's... You know, withholding important information, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. I mean, how much further can he can he fall? And then he gets away with it every time, right? He's he's selling, he's sleeping with the dude's wife at at, at with Belcher, not not Belcher. What's the guy's name? Yeah, Melcher. Uh, at Melcher, excuse yeah. me, with with Melcher's wife. And then he's withholding important information about the Keenan Feldspar's offer to the company and lying to his team there. And now he's hacking into Hulicon. And as if that, that's not enough, like you talked about, he's got to go. That actor is Flula. And he did an amazing Dirk Nowitzki video when, when the Mavs won the championship 2011. Encourage everyone to do that after you're done listening to the podcast right. and rating us and recommending us to your friends. Check out Flula's Dirk Nowitzki video. But yeah, go and change it to Poop Fair. 
but it seems like there's always something that it's not quite Richard's fault, right? He, uh, he, and our producer's taking notes here, so I don't know if it was poop that triggered. I feel like I said the word poop that triggered her to start taking notes. Should we just start saying random words? <laughs> yeah, and see if, how many notes? Yeah. She takes. Aaron, what's interesting is that it's something so small, right? Changing right. the background screen to poop fair, and that's what did it. But then it wasn't really that that got caught because they showed the security footage and then Guilfoyle and Dinesh see that the security footage was actually Dinesh planting the uh, the pineapple. And I thought that was a really funny scene when Dinesh and Guilfoyle are running into each other, kind of a right. Stooges type deal as they're planting those pineapples. But anyways, Richard is completely falling apart. And I don't think, I don't like that he's, I don't like vindicated, but that he's, he rallies at the end of every right. episode. He's rescued, he's saved. He's rescued, that's I mean, correct. The, the thing is, we've worked with some some founders before that might have more luck than, than common sense. Um, but I feel like there's a limit and you know, the level of just sort of self-destructiveness that, that Richard's engaging in seems like at a, at a certain point, he's going to stop catching a break. And it seems like that should have been a little and while I feel ago. like the show is moving from what was a very viable or reasonable path to Hollywood, which we yeah. understand. And now it's bordering on absurd. And well, I feel that I'm watching. I guess it is absurd. We'll get into some of the other, right. like the acquisition price yes. is finally revealed. And it's turning into absurd, and it's kind of sad because I thought that we, you and I, are running out of more and more things to talk about. Right. Right. The first couple episodes in this whole season, up until about two episodes ago, we had tons of notes, and we were talking Lots for thirty minutes. Of legal issues. That's correct. And and they've really moved away from all those things. I don't know what the ratings are. Maybe that's good for them. It's not as interesting for us. There's only one episode left this season. I'll watch it. We all know that TJ Miller's stepping off the show, so he's going to Tibet. I wonder if Jared's going to leave, right? I feel like they left an opening. But then Jared couldn't even stick to, you know, so Jared was the moral compass of this company, and he's kind of, he berates Richard in the in the uh, security room. Then they're sitting out at the, just in those chairs outside the in the conference center, and Jared can't bring himself to really walk away or say what he wants to say. He gets convinced to go back with Richard, right? And Richard just sucks him in. Is that just the aura of Richard Hendricks? I guess. But, I mean, again, going back to, you know, the stupid things that Richard is doing, you got to think that it, at some point Jared says, no, this is not worth it. Um, and, you know, I hope I hope Jared doesn't leave the show simply because if you lose Ehrlich, you lose Jared, you lose Gavin, even though Gavin wasn't, you know, a primary character, you're stuck with Richard, Janesh, Gilfoyle, um, Jin Yang. Um, you know, we've seen, you know, Big Head's gone. Um, but it's just, we're losing a lot of the characters, I think, that make this show interesting. Yeah. So. I pulled up IMDb, so we have the character's name again. You know, T.J. Miller is um, is Mike Bachman. Richard's name is Thomas Middleditch, which I've been wanting to talk to you about. He's now got all these Verizon commercials. Doesn't that sound like a name right out of Harry Potter, Thomas Middleditch? I mean, it sounds like it's Benedict Cumberbatch's half-brother. Okay. Um, Side note, I was at the movies on Saturday. Fancy. Cars 3. Oh, if you're if you're four years old, it's amazing. If you're 40 years old, it's not that amazing. Are you 40 now? Yeah. Oh, I'm a man. That's uh, Mike Gundy said that they had previews. Uh, TJ Miller was the voiceover in a new movie out coming out about emojis. A, uh, oh boy, a animated film about emojis where he's the lead character. And then uh, Kumail Nanjini, who is Dinesh. 
Nanjiani, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, he was also one of the guys. I just, they're getting more and more work, right? So who knows what the uh, future of Silicon Valley is. All right, so anyways, back to the show. So first of all, all this shit that's, that Rich was doing is a terrible idea. It's highly illegal. You never want to do these things. Caveat that Aaron and I are not criminal attorneys. We're corporate attorneys, which qualifies us to talk about uh, criminal work. Um, probably no more than anyone else listening to this show, but whatever. We'll, we'll talk about it. So let's just say, Aaron, let's just think, Aaron, let's first of all, let's think that we're attorneys for Hooli, right? What are we going to we're going to sue Richard in a civil court. First of all, you're going to file a police report against him. Right. Probably for, um, I guess he had a pat, he had bought a ticket, so I don't know if he's breaking and entering, but he's probably violating, uh, he's probably trespassing to certain parts of the conference that are off limits. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, there's probably cyber crimes involved here, right, that we're not aware of. Right. If I am Hooli in, in a civil court, you're for sure suing him for, um, Oh, uh, what's the conversion, mm-hmm. right? Because you're converting Hooli property, using it. You're probably conversion I'd, is like theft. I'd imagine that you know the ticket to HooliCon or whatever is a license. That's correct. And there are terms that associated with that. He's probably breaching all kinds of contracts there. Right. He's probably you know inflicting some sort of tortious, tortious interference, tortious interference with existing contracts. I mean, uh, fraud. You probably throw in there somewhere. There's all kinds of criminal and civil code that that Richard is violating here. So just a terrible, terrible idea. Don't ever do anything like that. Then we go through, so I don't want to lose this point about the downfall of Richard. And we've talked about this before, Aaron. You know, you got to understand if you're the right person to be leading a company. And you know, I think we all, Dinesh did it for an episode and that didn't really work out. I think we all have serious doubts as to Richard's ability to lead this company. I don't know why those guys would even stick with him after he withheld all the information about the deal, right? I right. Mean, you go from millionaire, potential multimillionaire, to nothing. Well, and I, I feel like we saw this even at the beginning of this season when they're trying to cut their data usage in half mm-hmm. so that they can afford more server space. But rather than do that... Richard just goes ahead and utilizes the same amount of, of data storage or server space, um, but improves the video quality right. of video chat. Right, he's programming and, additional right. features and stuff like right. that. Right, you know, and that f- focusing on features, I mean, you got to get a product out and get it to market and let your uh, let your users test it so you can iterate. So, anyways, Richard's just doing a terrible job as CEO. I wouldn't be upset if if they let him go. Obviously, he's crucial to the show, but I'd be curious to see what. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen next week. Let's talk about the Keenan Felds bar. So last week, Aaron, and we were we were uh, what's the word? curious as to what the actual price was for yeah. Keenan Felds bar's company. So they said it two billion dollars. That's with a B, which is so absurd because even if they had said a hundred million dollars, I think you and I would have felt that's an outrageous amount of money for a company that's you know a year old or whatever pre MVP yeah pre yeah pre MVP pre revenue pre revenue, so I don't know why they went from a hundred million to two billion other than two billion dollars is enough to where if this thing fails that Hooli's gonna have real problems yeah shareholder issues uh, cash flow issues you know Jack Barker issues Jack Barker issues so that's the only reason because if it's a hundred million dollar purchase and they, that can get swept out of the rug that's a quarter's worth of earnings if that right, right. there might be a month's worth of earnings at a company like like Hooli. so i guess that's why they had to go so absurd is because that is setting up 
some sort of epic failure for Jack or, you know, a bet that he's going to make. So then they get in and they release it and everyone downloads it. And I thought it was hilarious when everyone turns on the, uh, their virtual reality headsets and it's paired to their phone. And the first thing that Keenan says is you see the barmaid. I mean, this infatuation of everyone with this barmaid in this virtual world right. that he's created, but all the fire, all the phones set on fire. And I think immediately everyone, my, my first thought is, Oh, haha, look at Huli, look what they did. But then the camera pans to the guys by Piper which puts this on our mind is, wait a minute, was it their software that did this? So where do you think they're going with that? I mean, I think it is they're setting up a storyline where Hooli could go after. You know, I, I think, you know, clearly the security guy, what's his name? I'll, I'll look it up a sec. But on. he, you know, I think he sees the writing on on the wall. His his position uh, with Hooli is not um, going to be around much longer because Jack Parker does not care for him at all. Um, and so I think he realizes he has nothing to lose. And so, yeah, he's going to, he's going to let the Pied Piper guys go deploy this, um, you know, I'll call it spyware um, onto the attendance of Hulicon's phones. And so, yeah, I think this, you know, this implication that maybe it has the, the phones exploding and catching fire has something to do with, um, the Pied Piper um, app, it might, um, they might be setting it up for, you know, maybe Hoover, Chris Williams. Okay. Hoover. Hoover. Yeah. Hoover's the security guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, they're setting it up, you know, I don't want to try to guess what the writers of the show are going to do, but um, man, if they, if they can maybe, acquire Pied Piper for a very, very low valuation in exchange for, hey, we're not going to pursue charges, then yeah. I think that it's it, we we're left in the middle to where we don't really know what caused it the same way that we don't really know. And that was a theme throughout this episode. We don't really know who caused the security guys to come down, right? Was it Richard being caught on camera from doing the stuff with uh, Peace Farm? Peaceware. Peaceware. Peace Fair. Peace Fair. Yeah. Like a Renaissance festival type theme to it. Yes, yeah. but it's where you can give virtual tokens to virtual homeless right. people. <laughs> um, I like how they were giving a virtual calculator to a virtual homeless person. Yes. Was it Richard or was it the guys being called in security earlier by Hoover, right? So we didn't really know who caused what. Uh, I, I think you're right. I think this, everyone kind of thought it was not wrapped up with a nice type bow that Hoover said, Hey, look, these guys are positive about Gavin. I'm going to save them. And then that's it. Well, now I wonder if Hoover's going to have some sort of obligation to tell Jack about what had happened and could have possibly then their software. I don't think at this point in time, Hoover necessarily knows that they were installing software on everyone's phones. Right. So there's a few more jumps we have to get there, but Hoover definitely knows that these guys were doing, we're up to something. Right. Right. Also, what was that thing called a pineapple? Yeah. I'm looking that up. Uh, is that a thing? I think it's just, I think they're just creating a mesh network of, of, you know, independent modems that, and, and they're sort of mirroring the Hulicon wireless network. And then once they get people to tap into their sort of rogue network and download what they purport to be the Hulicon app in the background, it also installs. So this is an actual thing, a Wi-Fi pineapple. It's a hacking toy and it, you put it inside of a um, 
inside of a hotspot, inside of a wireless network, and it just kind of sits on top of that wireless network. Interesting. That's why so you should always something. be careful about joining Wi-Fi That's networks. right. That's right. You don't know if someone has a pineapple in there. Uh, it's called Wi-Fi pineapple. Interesting. All right, Aaron, let's see. What else we got here? I've got my notes. Uh, it was hilarious. I thought it was funny when Jared said um, he was out just ta- pitching Pied Piper in the in the alley there, and he said that Richard is the Monet of Compressionism. That was a, yeah. a nice pun. Let's see. Uh, I have that Richard is losing his team. I don't know how much longer these guys can stick with him. And I thought it was really poignant when Richard said, but what happens, and when Jared said, what happens to the next crisis? You know, Richard said, hey, this is just a crisis. No harm, no foul. We're all good now. What happens to you get to the next crisis? And that's like the, the real important message for the CEOs that are out there, I want you to understand, is these sort of patterns of behavior are repetitive. It's a pattern of behavior. And this is how Richard, oh, like Richard thinks it's okay to cross the line for the greater good. And Richard's greater good is not necessarily everyone else's greater right. good. Yeah. When you say greater good, you have to use air quotes. Right. Because, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it is. You know what? What Richard might think is best for the company and for the world probably doesn't align with with everybody else's vision. Okay, I think that's all my thoughts. You have any other thoughts on this one, Aaron? Nope. One right. day, one day I will. When, looking forward to next week, which will be the uh, season wrap up, and then I can go ahead and preview for you guys. Aaron and I are going to discuss a book called Venture Deals. So it's very heavy, the um, great reading for any founder, any uh, founder of a company that's going to raise venture funds or is in the process of doing it or will in the future. I think that'll be an interesting uh, set, of conver- set of podcasts. Okay, so thanks for listening. That wraps up our review of Silicon Valley Season 4, Episode 9. That was the Hoolicon episode. I'm Kevin. With me was Aaron. We're from Vela Wood Law. You can follow us online at www.velawoodlaw.com. Social media at Vela Wood Law. That's on Instagram or what's the other one called? Twitter? Twitter. Are we on Snapchat? We are not on Snapchat. Good. Should we be on Snapchat? Well, I don't know what Snapchat is. Okay. I've had to ask younger people to explain let's, it to me. Let's uh, just assume that we're not. And then also email us. Email us podcast at Vela Wood Law or podcasts at Vela Wood Law. We have both of I those. Mean, I think you can't you just like type in anything at Vela with a lot and it'll get to you. It'll make it to someone. One of our people. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. We'd love your feedback. Please, please, please review us on iTunes. Five stars. Five stars. No negative reviews. If you have something critical or negative to say, email us. Email Aaron. Not me. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.